<laughs> but uh, the scripture that was on my heart today was Matthew 6.25. Joan, Jess, if you could put it up there, Matthew 6.25. It says, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. And I know the season that we're all in right now, it's very tempting to be anxious about our life. Uh, the, I know we just had a baby. The price of things is crazier than we thought. And it seems like every day we're telling ourselves, it's okay. Don't be anxious about our life. But it says, uh, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? But what I wanted to point out was something Pastor Zig always says is, he says, if it says therefore in a scripture, you better find out what it's there for. So if we go back to the scripture before that, it says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. And another way of saying you cannot serve God and money is saying um, it's impossible to let God and money dictate your actions at the same time. Right. Um, if you... And so if we look at the scripture I read before this, do not be anxious, that tells us if we choose God to be the one that determines our actions, we don't have to be anxious about our life. Um, I had a testimony I wanted to share when I first moved here. If you don't know me, I moved here from Indiana with only a part-time job at Kohl's, which means I was not making very much money. Um, but one day I came to church and the Lord told me, Ayla, write right." give $20. And I said, I don't have $20. And the Lord said, well, you don't have cash, but you have a check. And so I was like, I need that $20, Lord. And he was like, well, you can have that $20 or you can have what I have for you. And so I've got a pen and I wrote $20 check. And I remember as soon as I decided I was going to write that check, I felt, the, I felt the Holy Spirit on me. And I was like, I couldn't figure out how to write a capital Z because <laughs> I was writing it to Ziggy Sanchez. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. And, uh, but I gave the $20 check to pastor, and I remember he came and he took it from me, and he said, oh, Ayla's getting radical, because he must have felt the Holy Spirit or something. I don't know. I never asked him, but it was like seconds later, different people from the church came up and started throwing money at me. And I ended up leaving. I gave him more in the offering that day, but I ended up leaving with like 200-something dollars. But the key wasn't the $20. The key was I did in that moment what the Lord told me to do. If he had told me to get up and run around the church, the same thing would have happened as long as I did what he told me to do. Um, so I want to encourage you with that today. Whatever he's telling you to do, be obedient to that, and don't be anxious for your life. Amen. Amen. You know, that's so true. Ayla had mentioned it, and you know, right I think it was, we were still at the hospital about to be discharged, and they were already starting to send us bills. Um, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And they started coming through, and we were just glancing at them, and it was like 9,000, 14,000, 10,000, 25,000. We had to stay an extra day, and that was an extra $5,000 per person. Isaac and Ayla, $5,000 a piece for one day. And the food wasn't even good. <laughs> But, you know, we decided, we decided a long time ago 
that we're, I refuse. We're not going to be anxious about, about uh, buying formula. We're not going to be anxious about buying diapers. We're not going to be anxious about where all, all of this stuff is going to come from. We're not going to do it because if he's provided for us this long, surely he can afford some formula. Surely he can afford some diapers. Amen? Amen. And I don't know about you guys, but our grocery bill has gone like through the roof. I mean, groceries are expensive. Gas is expensive. Everything's high. So the temptation to be anxious, like Ayla mentioned, is definitely there. It's, it's, it's so easy to be anxious about what it is that's going on in the world. There's a lot of tension in a lot of different areas. But we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is our provider. Amen. Your job is your source of seed and God is your source of wealth. Amen. And I love that because that means one of the principles of uh, supernatural increase is this. Everything is his and nothing is mine. Amen. Everything is his and nothing is mine. It all belongs to him. If, it all, if it's all his stuff, that means he takes care of it. Amen. If he's involved in all that stuff, it means that he's going to take care of it. Amen. So um, you can bring your tithe and offering anytime. You can text the, if you're going to text to give, you can text the word um, Winner's Church to 77977. Supersede, I think, is week 21. Yeah, 21 for, for Supersede. Um, but bring your offering anytime. Father, we thank you for, uh, for all that you're doing. Lord, I come into agreement right now in the name of Jesus. You know, Gil, before I finish praying, Gil posted something on Facebook. They got me way stirred up. Um, he got me way stirred up on, uh, I think it was yesterday that he, he posted. Is that yesterday I texted you guys, David? I think it was yesterday that he posted. If you, you should go check it out. It is so important to have godly friendships, amen? To join yourself with others that are believing, that are trusting God. Ayla and I, we, we are trusting the Lord for supernatural increase. We need it now more than ever. Honest. I mean, that's really the place that we're at. We're desperate. We're not, we're not in a bad way, but we're desperate. We're desperate for what he has for us. We're desperate for uh, the harvest, and we're, we're trusting and believing. Um, and Gil posted something, and he said, I'm coming into agreement right now with all my friends and everybody that I know for supernatural debt cancellation. Man, it got me so stirred up, so I want to say that to you as well. I come into agreement with you right now in the name of Jesus for supernatural increase and supernatural debt cancellation. God's divine provision is coming into your hands right now in Jesus' name. What's been held up, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. So God, we receive it right now in Jesus' name. We receive it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lord, I thank you for it. I thank you for the harvest. I thank you, and we receive it right now. You know, some people get mad about this kind of stuff, but can't do anything about that. Amen. Amen. Um, I'm going to say what I heard somebody else say, get sanctified or get chicken fried. Amen. <laughs> or suck it up, buttercup. Amen. Well, the Lord's been dealing with me about something here the last several days. Um, you know, I've been working to align myself with what it is that he's saying in this season. I found myself coming out of of those that time of revival that we had here at Winter's Church, not saying that that time has ended or anything like that, but the way that it was, you know, in the form that it was, um, has kind of come to an end and shifted into something new. I've, I found myself kind of in a difficult place in that shift, not really knowing, um, not hearing his voice real clear about this next season. And man, he talked to me the other day, Pastor Ziggy and I were working on an airplane, uh, Michael's airplane, and while we were there, I started talking about finance because um, I mentioned, you know, we're not in a bad place or anything like that. We're doing just fine. But, you know, last year we saw God 
pour, thousands and thousands of dollars coming into our hands supernaturally. It was like every week, thousands of dollars was coming into our hands. And uh, here lately, it's like it stopped. And I'm like, Lord, what's up with that? <laughs> like, I kind of liked it that way. This way, not so much. And I talked to Pastor Ziki a little bit about it. I'm like, I feel like we're just in this season where God's just, he's sustaining us. And that's not a bad thing, amen, to, to, to not suffer loss, but we're not really seeing a great gain either. But, you know, I was wrestling with that when I, that came out of my mouth and I went home that day and I was talking to Ayla. I'm like, you know, I just think we might be in a season where God is just sustaining us. He's just not really doing what he was doing in that previous season. He's just, we're making it. And that's a good thing. Man, I said that, and I could, the look on Ayla's face was like, are you stupid? And, you know, it, it messed with me. She didn't say that. She didn't say anything, actually. That's something about Ayla is that if she doesn't agree, she's usually pretty quiet. That's how you know she doesn't agree with what you say, because she'll just be quiet for a little bit. And then later on, she may come back. If she needs to bring correction, she will. But um, thank God she didn't, because I was just praying that day, and I was praying, and the Lord said, I'm not trying to just sustain you. What, what I have for you has been held up, but I'm loosing it right now. And I was thinking, man, it's been held up. And we were seeing blessing probably while it was being held up. So if it was held up and now you're loosing it, man, we're about to receive big time. We're about to receive big time. So he was telling me, get your faith out there. Trust the Lord. So I want to encourage you with that as well. Trust the Lord. Don't uh, do this by yourself. Don't, don't, don't do this your way. Do it God's way. Amen. Uh, remain committed to tithing. Remain committed to offering giving. It, all that it does, it's not about the amount. It's not about, um, it's not about what you can and can't do. Give something, anything. Give of yourself. I think that you should give financially. I think it's important. You know, a lot of people will say that they're not able to at different times, and sometimes that's, it's partially true, but we can find ways. If a crackhead can come up with 300 bucks for drugs, you can come up with something. Amen? It's hard to feel, it's hard to feel bad when we know a crackhead can do, they do whatever it takes. They do whatever it takes. Amen. We have to get back to a place of desperation where we're hungry and we're, we're thirsty for the things of God and we're willing to do whatever it takes to get over there to receive what it is that he has for us. Amen. Amen. And at our new members class, this came up and Julie um, had mentioned this, that it's, and I thought it was so awesome. I'm sorry, I'm calling you out, but I thought it was so awesome what she said, because we can, I know we can all relate. I know Julie thinks that this is something specific to them, but it's not. It's, this is all of us. But she said, you know, sometimes it's hard for me to grasp my mind around receiving something that I didn't work for, because I was taught to work hard to have a good work ethic, to work my butt off. And everything that I have, I have because I worked hard for it. I, and I'm proud of that. Amen? I feel the same way all the time. That I'm proud of that. I'm proud of what I have because I've worked for it. I worked hard for it. Um, and it's a difficult concept to grasp that there's a father that wants to pour out a blessing upon you that you don't deserve. And he wants to do it because he loves you. Amen. 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 <laughs> so receive today what it is that he has for you. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about positioning. Thank you very much. It's getting a little warm up here. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. Isaac's getting a little fussy. We've been talking to him every day. Every time he cries, we tell him, you're not a fussy baby. You have this time to act that way, but next time you can't do this. You're not allowed. I talk to him every day like he knows what I'm under, like well, he understands what I'm saying. He'll just sit there and look at me and like, I know you don't know, but it's practice. Amen. It's practice. But I'll tell him before he goes to sleep, 
we're going to talk about this too, because the Lord, that's when he begins stirring this in me. Um, I was holding Isaac the other night. Man, he's really going, isn't he? I was holding him the other night, and I was rocking him, and uh, we have this little nightlight on his sound machine, so I can kind of see his face, and I'm rocking him, and his eyes are wide open, which to me, I'm, if I'm rocking him and his eyes are wide open, I'm like, come on. Close them a little bit, please. Like, if we're at the point of rocking, we're ready for him to be asleep. So I'm rocking him, and I'm looking at him, and I'm just praying over him, and I was praying over him this, you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not the beneath. You're a lender and not a borrower. You're blessed going in. You're blessed going out. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. Amen? So I was praying that, and while I was praying that in my spirit, I heard the Lord say, you're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. He was talking to me. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> I was getting excited. It was awesome. Um, amen. Yeah, it was awesome. The Lord, he's been talking to us. He's been giving us some clear direction. And I hope he's doing the same with you. If he's not, trust him. Believe that he will. Oh, yeah. Amen. Amen. But what he's been talking to me, <laughs> and I was complaining to the Lord about our finances. That's what it was about. It was about that whole situation of, Lord, we saw you giving us thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And he, uh, do you need that one? No, you got it. Amen. He, um, my detailing business was booming. I mean, booming. I couldn't keep up. It was, it, it was crazy. Um, and it slowed down some here lately. And I'm actually, I'm glad that it has because we've needed the time. Amen. I thought, I, I, I'm kind of dumb because I thought, well, we'll give it a week and then I'll jump back into detailing. And um, this next six weeks, I'll try to do like a detail a day. It took me a month to clean our house after g g getting home, just about a month, just under a month. Finally, I had to tell Ayla, Ayla, I need you to clean our bathroom. I just can't figure out how to find the time to do it. Can you get it done? She, she knocked it out. It was awesome. But I was complaining to the Lord, and I'm like, Lord, I, we want to see what it is that you have for us. I know this isn't what you have for us. We, you, you've told us. You have so much better for us. You told us um, new cars and better cars are coming to us in Jesus' name. Well, we step out, and we're like, Lord, we're, let's get a car. Let's do it. You know, we we know that he's trying to get it across to us and we step out to do it and it's like oh hell breaks loose i mean for real so same thing when we were going to buy a house we step out to do that and it's like all oh, hell breaks loose everything that could come against us came against us um and you know you want to look at those situations and think lord what are you trying to tell me nothing he's not trying to tell you anything through your circumstance ever amen so, but it's, it's tempting to go down that path, to go, to, to believe that the Lord's trying to talk to you through your stuff, through your circumstance, the, through your spouse. Um, not that they can't talk to your spouse, but sometimes when you're in those situations, and Ayla, she's good about this. She's good at keeping her mouth closed and not saying, even when she's mad, she's good at keeping her mouth closed and not saying dumb things. I say a lot of dumb things sometimes, and I get myself out there where I have to go back. Where, I don't say anything to Ayla that's too crazy anyways. Um, that I have to go back to and apologize for, but I have to go back and renounce the words that I've said and, and, and say, Lord, that was dumb. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, don't, don't let that one produce anything, please. Um, so I was complaining to the Lord, and I was just talking to him about that situation, and he began to talk to me about positioning myself to receive. And it's been so awesome because Pastor Ziggy's been t talking about qualifying for supernatural increase. You know those principles of qualifying for supernatural increase really apply to nearly every area of your life, if not every area of your life. I know you could sit here and think, I do not want to hear this. You're the one that needs it. Amen. 
If you have that thought, you're the one that needs it. Amen. There are people in this church, and you wouldn't know it, but there are people that are in this church that are broke. You know that you have no business being broke and being a believer. It's not his plan for your life. If you're broke and a believer, there's something off in your life. There's something that's not right in your life. It's just, it's fact. It can be frustrating, but it's fact. Amen. But um, the Lord began to talk to me about recognizing the season where I'm in and the season that we're at um, in life. And it's been incredible. You know, people tell you all the time, and it was frustrating for us because it was while we were having some difficulty believing God for a baby, but they tell you there's nothing like it. There's nothing like being a parent. You know, that's really true. And it's not something that you can explain. But as soon as Isaac was born, our lives completely changed. It was awesome. Our, our insight um, into God and a facet of his nature, totally different. Seeing a different, totally different aspect of his love, man, it's crazy. It's wild. Um, there are times that you want to be able to give spankings. He's too little for that, of course, but we're not giving him spankings. Don't worry. Don't call anybody on us. We're not doing that. <laughs> but there's times you want to be like, shut up. <laughs> And we don't do that either. Um, not very often anyway. No, I'm just joking. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> no, the, the, the extent that we do is we'll, we'll tell him, Ayla wanted me to mention, mention this. She was going to mention it, and she didn't have time, but she wanted me to mention it. We tell him pretty often. He'll be screaming and crying. And it's funny because he only cries when he's hungry. That's the only time he cries. So he gets worked up, and he'll start kicking his arms and legs. And if you get close to him, he'll scratch you and slap at you, slap bottles, out, pacifiers out of your hands, kick you. Last night, he pinched me on the back of my arm hard, man. I know that nobody would think that he did it on purpose. I'm pretty sure he did it on purpose. Um, anyways, though, but we'll tell him, you're so close to your breakthrough. <laughs> and it's funny to us because he's just screaming like, you're, so, you're right there. You're right on the edge of a breakthrough while we're waiting for that bottle to warm up. Amen. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's funny, but we quote scripture to him all the time. All the time. Amen. Because it's time. Amen, it's time. But here lately, I found myself not recognizing where we were at. This, this whole um, Ayla having the baby early, I didn't realize how much that was going to mess with me. I didn't realize how off that was going to throw things for me. Not the baby itself, just the fact that it was early. He was a week early, and we were so unprepared <laughs> that week. We went to the doctor. Ayla was wearing clothes that she was thinking she was about to go right back home in. I, we didn't have the car packed up. We didn't have the bag fully ready. Um, our, house, our house was a mess because I thought I was working from home that day, and I'm like, as soon as we get back, man, I'm going to clean. It's going to be great. I'm going to clean this whole place, getting ready for him to be here. And then we didn't go home for like a week. <laughs> it was crazy, but it, it threw things off, and I found myself not really recognizing where we were at. And we had some difficulty while we, you don't mind me sharing about that. We had some difficulty while we were there. And this is not the most of what I'm going to say, but I need to hurry. This time's going by really quick. Um, we had some difficulty while we were there. Um, we had a terrible nurse. It was terrible. I mean, she was terrible, terrible, terrible. It was so bad. I was trying to stay calm because I wanted to flesh out real bad, um, but I didn't. Praise the Lord. I, I kept my uh, salvation. My witness remained intact. But... Um, she did not explain anything. She was doing stuff that we didn't really want her to do. Um, she was not helpful. She was rude. She got up and left in the middle of uh, Ayla pushing for a bathroom break. And 
it was wild. I mean, it was just a wild experience. Ayla had an epidural, um, which it was kind of awesome because Ayla was going to go through it all naturally. Um, and then her blood pressure was way high, like way, way high. 198 over, I think like 100, something like that, 198 over 100. Um, and that wasn't at the peak of her pushing. That was kind of towards the beginning of things going in motion. But at that point, that's when they're like, it's time for you to have a baby. <laughs> we got to get him out of there. So things begin to progress pretty quickly. I think it was one o'clock that morning. They started a on medication. And when they started her on the medicine, that's when she began to have a little bit of trouble because her water broke naturally uh, while we were there. And then the medicine on top of her water breaking, the medicine was causing her to have contractions and it was a lot. So she was having a natural contraction and then she was also having a contraction because of the medicine. So she wasn't going without any breaks for hours and hours and hours. I didn't realize that when that was happening. I was wondering why she didn't seem as happy as she normally does. Um, <laughs> we were sitting there watching cops. I'm like, come on, we love this. Relax. And she's like... I'm so tired. I need to turn over. I'm like, oh, come on. You know, no, I'm just joking. I did pretty good, didn't I? I did pretty, I was helpful. Um, <laughs> but finally, she's like, I need the epidural. And I'm like, thank God, because I was stressed about that. When she's like, I'm doing this naturally, I'm like, I don't know if you really want to do that. And I told her, she's like, I'm doing it naturally. The Lord will help me. I'm like, I know he'll help you. However, I'm going to be in that room, and I'm going to need some comfort there. So I'm going to need you to get that epidural. At least be open to it. We agreed she would be open to it. So she uh, got the epidural, and it wasn't too bad. The experience wasn't too bad, and it began to work pretty quickly. The pain that she was having went away, and then the, the relief from the pain also quickly went away um, because she finally after many, many, many hours of them checking her dilation. She came, they came in, they checked her, and she's like, you're good to go. We can start some practice pushing. And I was thinking at the time, practice pushing, that's stupid. Like, this is an intense thing. Why are we going to practice? If she's going to push, it needs to be productive. I mean, there's no sense in practicing pushing. This baby's coming out. So she's like, we're going to do some practice pushing, and this is how we're going to do it. We go through the whole deal, and she's pushing and pushing and pushing. And an hour later, then the nurse says, oh, I, I was supposed to increase your medicine. I forgot to increase your medicine. So she was pushing, and nothing was happening for over an hour because the nurse was dumb. Amen. I'm going to leave it at that. So, man, I wish y'all could have seen. I wish I could, would have gotten a picture of the look on Ayla's face when she was like, oh, I forgot. She's like... It was wild. We were, all, we were all in there like, are you serious? So then Isaac, he was on his way out. His head was halfway stuck out for like 15 minutes while this lady's going and peeing. And it was, it was a very frustrating experience. But while we were there later, um, so that was on Tuesday, Wednesday, Gil and Anna, they came and visited us right after. About, oh, I hadn't got to it yet. I'm trying to go through it pretty quick. I promise the, the message that I had, the actual bulk of the message that I have is not very long, so we'll get through it quick. But this is an important part um, of the whole story. So Gil and Anna come visit us. While we're there, all these doctors come in. I mean, this is like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. All these doctors come in, and they're talking crazy. They're telling Ayla, so we're checking you to try to find the damage on your heart. We're like, damage? They're like, yeah, you remember that EKG we did like 12 hours ago? They, we saw something on there. So we're like, 
what? I don't even remember Gil and Anna leaving because it got so hectic. They did in another EKG. They put a monitor on her she had to wear overnight. They came and checked her for clots. They checked her blood pressure every 15 minutes for like three days straight. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> so Isaac comes out, and the first thing that Ayla says to me, she said, I'm not doing this ever again. <laughs> and I said, okay. I'll let you believe that for now. <laughs> no, we, we had an agreement before we went in there. I told her, if this is too much, because, you know, some, some women have it, and it's, they go through it, and they're like, that was not bad at all. I could do that, you know, 15 more times. Then there are other women that are like, no, not doing that. I told her, I said, if you really feel that way, we don't have to have another baby. He will be enough. I know it. It'll be all right. We'll just adopt or something like that. Maybe. Maybe not. Um... So we had this terrible experience at the hospital. And you know, staying at the hospital is not so bad when you plan to be there, but the second that they say you can't go home, it turns a whole different way. It's terrible. So the doctor came in and said, you're gonna have to stay at least one more day. And Ayla was crying. I was a mess because I'm like, Ayla's crying. Ayla doesn't, she didn't get that way. So having to adjust to help Ayla in that situation was difficult for me because I'm used to Ayla being like, Nah, I'm getting my faith on it. We're getting out of here. You know, things like that. Instead, she was like, am I okay? You know, is, is, do you think that there's something actually wrong with me? And like, heck no, there's nothing wrong with you. We took a stand while we were there at the hospital. We had to take a stand because, you know, sometimes, and I was, I know this isn't the reason why you're here today. I don't even know if Ted told you, but I told Ted yesterday, tell Debbie to come to church anyways, even if she is sick. Sometimes you just have to remind the devil. Sometimes you have to remind your circumstance. Sometimes you have to remind your body. That I am not a body. I'm a spirit. My body has to line up to facilitate what my spirit needs me to do. Not the other way around. Amen. We try to do things backwards. But the Lord told me, he said, you better recognize. You better recognize what it is that you carry. You better recognize who it is that you carry. You better recognize what this life is um, in this situation uh, here. And I found myself having to tell myself, Tyler, you have to recognize what it is that the Lord is doing. You know, sometimes it's tough looking at a situation like our experience at the hospital and seeing God in that situation. But looking back, man, I see his hand on us that entire time. Now we need his hand on those bills. Amen. Amen. Thank God that we have a, what's it called? Yeah, we, our, our deductible is met. Thank God our deductible is met because um, it's not going to get too much crazier. So now I'm like, I'm going to go to the doctor. I'm going to get some things done. <laughs> I mean, we paid all that money. Let's, let's go. <laughs> but we did our best to not let the doctors tell us. You know, they have to go through what they have to go through. But every time that they would do that, we would tell ourselves, and I would tell Ayla, I know that he said that you have this, but that's not true. That's not true. He doesn't realize that he's lying, but he's lying. Because your body has to line up with the word of God. But we feel the weight of the stresses of this life. And sometimes our first response is not the word of God. Sometimes it's uh, like Ayla. Her, I hope that this does not embarrass you. Her first response was, can you come lay with me in this bed, please? And I did. Because she needed that in that moment. We had, we had a little pity party for about 10 minutes. And then after that, Isaac woke up. And we couldn't have any more pity parties. We haven't had a pity party since. Amen. Um, but we feel the, the, the weight of the stresses of this life, and sometimes we don't blurt out the word of God. Sometimes we don't blurt out um, 
that where the head and not the tail. Like Isaac, he'll get all worked up. I told uh, Ayla this morning, I said, let's get to the church a little bit early. I'll have a little bit of time to go over a couple things. Isaac wanted to make sure that I had no time to go over in any single thing. He was wild today. We're going out of town, and nobody believes that we're actually doing this. We're going out of town to go to Queen City um, right after church today. We're going to go pick up Gabe, and we're going to drive five hours, and we're going to be there until Wednesday. Ayla and I, when we go somewhere, we pack like one small bag. We cram all of our stuff in the smallest bag we possibly can. My car is full of stuff. We have like eight bags. We have a travel bassinet. We have all kinds of all kinds of stuff. I was trying to find a place for Gabe to sit. I mean, it's that full. It's really crazy. But things quickly changed when he arrived. Our priorities became different. Thank God that we, when we preach and teach the word, that we're not relying on our own selves, that we're relying on the spirit of God. When you get in the spirit, you don't have to worry about those things. So... Thank God for that. But when we feel the weight of the stress of this life, we don't say the word of God sometimes. Sometimes it's easy to fall into going through the motions. Amen. How many of you have been going to church? And I'm not saying right now, but how many of you have gone to church and just gone through the motions? Amen. Gone through the motions of lifting your hands. Gone through the motions of giving your tithe. Um, anytime you do something like that out of obligation and not relationship or revelation, um, you're not doing yourself any good. It doesn't do, it, it doesn't do anything. Um. Sometimes, though, the things of life come up, and it's, we don't really have time to address it. Isaac, he'll be screaming and crying, and I'll tell him, you're a blessing and not a curse. Bless it, blessings don't scream. Amen. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to get it through to him, you know, trying to get him over there where he's, he's uh, calm. Because right now, he's like me. When he's hungry, that's it. He's crazy. I mean, crazy. He gets crazy. Michael Salazar held him one time, and it rubbed off on him. Ever since then, anytime he's hungry, he's freaking out. How many of you know that we have to begin to say what the Word of God says about our situations? We have to begin to say what His Word says about our lives. We have to begin to say His Word. Amen. Daily we walk through this life out of character in some way. Our flesh rises up. I don't know. I, there was this one preacher, and he said he was talking about sin. And he said, well, don't throw me in that mix. I don't sin. And you know who I'm talking about? I want, did I say that right? That's why I'm asking. I said it right, right? He said, I don't sin. Don't throw me in that mix. I don't sin. And I was sitting there thinking, you're sinning right now. You're a liar. I know you sin. I've watched you sin five times since you walked through the door. Come on. We all sin. Amen? We all sin. But we walk daily through life acting out of character. And we have to continually put ourselves back on the path and allow the Spirit of God to correct us. Um, sometimes we say dumb things and we have to correct that. We have to come back and say the right thing. There are times that I have said something dumb to Ayla, and I've had to come back and say, that wasn't right. I apologize. We have to do that in our life sometimes. Ayla didn't have to do that with me because everything she says is right, but no, that's not true. That's not true. She, she comes back a lot, and Ayla, she's so awesome. She's the best wife. I was thinking about it this morning. God has really blessed me big time. I can't believe it. Looking back, you know, five years ago, I could never imagine that I would be in the very best season of my life ever. I don't know, I don't know how it could get any better, to be honest. Um, maybe the million flow. I mean, that's all I could think of. If we became millionaires, that's one thing that I'd like to check off the list. But 
we walk daily through life and we walk, we walk and we act out of character. Um, we don't walk according to the character and the authority God has called us to walk in. We find areas that we have to make adjustments and um, we have to deny ourselves and take up, our, take up our cross and follow him. Some walk according to the world. Some walk according to their flesh. Some walk according to their spouse. Some walk according to their kids. Um, one thing that we decided we, from the very beginning, before Ayla was ever pregnant, we were never going to say that Isaac ran anything. He doesn't run us. We refuse. He, he, he does not run our house. We run our house. Amen. In response and obedience to the Spirit of God and how he leads us, we run this thing. And we said from the beginning, he has to adjust to our life. And he's done great. He really has done so awesome. We'll keep him up way late, and he'll sleep through the night. Um, it's amazing. Two nights now, he slept through the night. Uh, and he's gaining enough weight that he can sleep all that he wants to and eat all that he wants to whenever and however he wants to. So we just let him. Um, I posted a picture yesterday of him screaming, and he ate six ounces of food right after that. Uh, we've been giving him three-ounce bottles, and he ate six ounces in one sitting. I was like, something's, something's going on here. <laughs> this is crazy. But amen. But we can't allow the things of this life to lead us and to guide us. You know, Ayla mentioned this. You can't let your money dictate what it is that you're going to do and what you're not going to do. You can't let your money tell you what you're going to give and what you're not going to give. You can't let your money tell you where you're going to go and where you're not going to go. You know, a, a week ago, our money was telling us, you're not going to Queen City. You don't have time to go to Queen City. You don't have, it's, it's not there. And now, here a week later, we go to Queen City 15 times. Um, because... He takes care of you. If you'll let him, he'll take care of you. I'll never forget when I was talking to the Lord about my plan to get out of debt. And I'm like, Lord, it's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna pay this much. I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna do this. And he's like, well, you can do that and it'll work. Or you can let me have it and I'll take care of it. Man, it wasn't like three months time. All that debt was paid for, for way less than I planned to pay it. We have to get God back in, involved in our stuff. You know, that's the adjustment that we often have to make. We have to get God involved back in. You know, if, if, you're, if you're about to lose something, if you're about to lose um, your car, if you're about to lose your house, if you're about to lose uh, a spouse, or if you're about to lose whatever it may be, anything, whatever it may be, if you're, about to, if you're at that point, what you have to begin to do is get God involved with your stuff. When you get him involved with your stuff, Nikki and Lewis know, when you get him involved with your stuff, anything can happen. In a 24-hour period of time, anything can happen. You can go from I have no idea to it's settled. Amen. It's done. It's finished. Amen. And that's the place that, that Ayla and I, we've been working and, and pressing towards. I heard somebody say um, that we have to just learn to rest in God's presence, that, that it's not really necessary to press in anymore. And I thought, that's kind of a dumb thing to say, because anytime I've gotten anything from God, it's been in a season of pressing in and receiving what it is that he has for me. Um, there's pressing in rest. Your faith has to be active. Faith without works is dead. Um, salvation is not based on your works, but faith without works is dead. We have to remember, sitting around complaining, um, as Pastor Ziggy says, I don't know that he says it from the pulpit, I can't remember right now, but I'm about to say it from the pulpit. He's, he says, uh, um, you know, you can't sit around peeing and moaning, right? Amen. Does he say that from the pulpit? Okay, praise God. I'm trying to do better because sometimes I say some crazy stuff and I, I think back later um, and I feel a little regretful. When we were in Queen City, I was preaching and I was sharing a testimony about Gil and then the next thing out of my mouth was I'm like, and come on, suck it up, buttercup. And then I was like, 
I was just talking about Gil, and then I just said to suck it up, Gil's going to think I'm talking about him. I drove the whole way home thinking, Gil is going to be offended with me. I know he's going to be mad about this because it's not really what I intended, but that's what came out. Um, so I had to text him. It was kind of funny. But I have to be careful because sometimes I do say things that are probably not the best. Um, amen. So we have to align ourselves, align our mouths, align our things. Um, the, the easiest way that I found to align myself with God when it comes to finance is sowing. We just sowed here recently. We sowed probably the most inconvenient time. Um, we needed to buy formula. We needed to buy more diapers because, um, you know, and thank God you guys gave us all diapers of all kinds of sizes except for newborn and just happen to be those are the ones that we need um, at the moment. So we had to go buy diapers. I went to Walmart because... I was covered in grease and cleaner and all kinds of stuff. I was working on the belly on Michael's plane. I was just covered in stuff. It was, I felt gross. I went, walked into Walmart. I grabbed some diapers and I went to check out. It was like 46 bucks. I was like, Jesus, please help us. $46? Um, and then I had to go buy formula shortly after that. It got crazy really fast. Um, but he supplies everything we have need of. Amen. He hasn't let us down now, so I figure we might as well just keep on going, trusting him. Amen. So many in the church, they don't step into the, what, the, what the Lord has bought for him because we don't feel qualified. Amen. We don't feel qualified. And that's what I felt like what the Lord was saying about Brandon was um, you're qualified not because you've done everything right, not because you've said anything right, not because you've gone through the right motions. It has nothing to do with your praise. It has nothing to do with what you've sown. You're qualified because he qualified you. Amen. That's the price that he paid. Um, the worst of the worst of the very worst possible person on this planet, they can be qualified too. They can be qualified because he paid a price. Amen. We want to lay hands on the sick, but we feel less than able to do that because of the life that we live, the sin that we have in our life. I know that there are people that have come to the hospital with us and ministered and seen God really do something incredible. There's one time uh, me and Nakia, and I don't remember who else, uh, maybe the boys were there with us, and the Spirit of God came in this room. I mean, this, it, was, it was like the Holy Spirit walked through me and went and hugged this lady. It was wild. It was, it was one of the most incredible things I've ever been a part of in my entire life. I literally felt this come through me. And he walked over, and as soon as he touched her, man, she just began to cry. She's like, he's so good. God is so good. It was awesome. We're all crying. Everybody's crying. Nakia is hugging everybody. We, we were, we're walking out, and she's like, I can't believe that just happened. And I was thinking, we're the ones that pray, and I can't believe that just happened. I mean, this is what we expect, but I couldn't believe it either. But I know that there are times we see things like that, and then the enemy comes in and immediately tries to disqualify you. He tries to say, yeah, but you remember you did this right before you before Isaac got here, I had a story very similar to Pastor Zicky and his uh, recent road rage incident. Um, and Ayla, she did pretty good, but it got a little ugly there for a second. This guy, he's, he's ready to get out of the car. I was ready to get out of the car. He's right down the street. I think it was on the way to church. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. And Ayla's like, what are you going to do if he comes to church? And I, I said, Pastor Annie can flip him off for me. <laughs> no, that's not true. Pastor Annie doesn't flip anybody off. It's just a joke. I promise you. If you're listening to the recording, this is just a joke. This is not a factual event. No, but 
You know, there are things that come up in life. There are things in ways that we respond to different things. Some of you, we, some of you have been ugly to each other, and the God, then God used you right after. Or God used you, and then you were ugly to somebody, and immediately you feel disqualified. Amen? Some of you feel disqualified because of what you did last night. Some of you feel disqualified because of what you did Friday night. Amen? It's true. We feel disqualified. The enemy comes in and he tries to disqualify us. And I thought it was so awesome because it was while Pastor Ziggy's talking about qualifying for supernatural increase that the Lord began to tell me, you're qualified. Okay. And I'm like, because Ayla, she carried this baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has known him for a long time. He's brand new to me. So there are times that he's screaming and crying. I'm like, I have no idea what you want. I'm not qualified for this. They just gave us a baby and told us to go home and figure it out. I don't know how that's legal, to be honest, that people can just do that. <laughs> Thank God for his grace. We really haven't had much difficulty. We haven't had one sleepless night. He hasn't kept us up all night long. There's just been a couple times where I'm like, I really wanted to go to Andy's before they closed. <laughs> I need you to go to sleep. <laughs> but there are times, you know, that in, over this last month that I've thought, Lord, I don't know that I'm qualified for this. I don't know that I'm capable of doing this. And thank God he put people around us and he told, he, he spoke to me, he said, you're qualified. And I'm like, but I don't know anything, Lord, you know, about ministering the word. So he told me the same thing. I'm like, I'm not qualified. I don't know anything. He's like, you know me. If you, if you have access to me and I have access to it all, aren't you in a pretty good spot? Well, when you put it that way, yes. It's like when he told me, uh, Isaac's name, Ayla told me, Ayla was in the spirit. From the beginning, she's like, Isaac Joshua Harper, it'll be awesome. I'm like, I don't want to name him after my brother. You know how cheesy that is? Joshua's my brother's name. His middle name. <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I want to name him. I want to name him after my brother. It's, that's just cheesy. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. It's, and then seeing my brother's response when we told him, it was weird. It was uncomfortable. It's just, that's not, that's not how we are. So Ayla is trying to convince me. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. During revival, the Lord spoke to me, and he said, I want you to name him Isaac Joshua Harper. And I was like, that's a really great name, Lord. <laughs> I went to Ayla. I went to Ayla, and I said, Lord just spoke to me, and he said, we're, we're to name him Isaac Joshua Harper. She's like, I told you. No, he told me. The Lord told me. <laughs> but how many of you know that's an appropriate response? Once, you, once God reveals his will to you, you better respond the right way. Amen. But we get caught up in our heads. Our minds begin to remind us of the circumstance and what the world says. You know, the world has something to say about the situation you're going through. The world has something to say about Michael and, and Eric and their roofing business. The world has something to say. Sometimes it's not something very good. You know, sometimes I see uh, ads for you guys come up, and I see people comment some crazy things on there. And it is so funny. It is, but it's tempting to get on there and be like, you good for nothing. You, that's my friend. Don't talk about him that way. <laughs> I've never done that, though. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> But the world has something to say about what you're going through. You know, if you're struggling financially, the world has something to say about that. They want to tell you, well, you better do better with your money. You know, you better do this. And there may be some truth with that. You may, you, you may need to, uh, I was telling Ayla this the other day because um, there was this teaching about witchcraft that went on. 
and uh, this teaching about witchcraft happened, and then all of a sudden, everybody and their grandma, I, I see them talking about, well, there must be a witch or a warlock doing this and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, you just did something dumb. I mean, it doesn't always have to be the devil. It doesn't always have to be, it doesn't always have to be the enemy. Sometimes it's, it's, it's you. Sometimes, sometimes you're broke because you spent all your money. I mean, sometimes it's just fact. Sometimes um, you're still broke because you refuse to step out and do something. You refuse to step out and do what's necessary. It's just, it's a fact. But we get caught up in our heads. We have to get out of our minds. Pastor Ziggy talked about that a couple weeks ago. You know, we get caught up in our minds. And I was amazed at the response because we came and prayed for some people. Every person we prayed for said the same thing. I just got to get out of my head. I just got to get out of my head. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, I probably need to do that too. I need to get out of my head. I've been so wrapped up in my mind. Now I'm going to do this thing and how, how I am capable of this much. And I know that we can get this far because I know that I can carry us this far. How dumb is that, that we are believers with access to a God that whole, he owns it all. He owns every bit of it. He owns it all. But we still try to figure it out ourselves. Amen. Part of that's because he built us that way. He built us, um, he built us to, to be able to do things, to fix things. Um, but when we do that outside of obedience to the Spirit of God, then it's not right. We get ourselves in a mess. No wonder there's an identity crisis in the world. Um, I heard this teaching of it was a very, very quick video, and I'm not going to say all that he said, but I, I agreed with what he said. Um, we have so many believers walking around like their souls and bodies and not as the spirits that we are. What he was saying was we have all these uh, ministry gifts in the church. You know, no wonder the world wants us to refer uh, wants us to refer to them as they, them, or whatever it may be, whatever their preferred pronouns are. Um, my preferred pronouns are blessed and highly favored. Amen. Um, but... No wonder, no wonder that's happening in the world. We see the world going through this crazy thing of not knowing who they are because they don't know who their God is. And the reason why that it's happening is because it first happened in the church. We have people walking around every day not knowing who they are in the body of Christ, not knowing what they have access to. How different would your life be and how differently would you live if you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God was going to provide everything that you have need of? You know why the message of supernatural increase is one of the most important things you will ever hear? I don't care what anybody says. It is one of the most important messages you will ever hear in your life. It's one of the most important revelations you could ever receive. There's a reason for it. It's necessary because... Um, God wants to get so much money across to you so that it's the least thing on your mind, so that it's the least that you have to deal with. He, wants that to, he always intended it for, for it to be that way. He wants you to have money so that you don't have to think about money. You know, you pray different when you have money. Ayla and I, we, we purposefully backed out of buying a house because we decided it was far more important to be able to immediately do whatever God told us to do financially than it was to get into a house at that moment. We wanted to be able to write a check for $5,000 and meet a need. Amen. We didn't want to meet part of a need. We wanted to meet the whole thing. So we wanted to be able to, to, to be able to do that. And sometimes you have to align your life. You have to, uh, it, it can look like you're taking a step back. It's not, it's not a step back. Amen. It's not a setback. It's a setup. Amen. And when, when we allow the Lord to set us up for success, man, it looks entirely different. We think because our view is just, you know, this way, we think that it looks ugly. We think that it, it's, it's a battle. We think that it's a struggle. But the truth of the word of God is this, is that it doesn't matter where we go. He will find us there. 
Amen. We can make our beds in hell and he will find us there. That's the truth of his word. That's the truth of his word. Don't make your bed in hell. But you could, and he would still find you there. Amen. Amen. We have to begin to identify the right way. Like I mentioned before, the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, above the fish of the sea, above the fowl of the air, the righteousness of God in Christ. Um, these things aren't earned. They're received. Your identity can't be earned. It has to be received. Anytime you're doing anything, whether it's coming up here and doing something, whether it's sitting back here and doing something, whether it's if you're in this church and you're sweeping dirt up off the floor, if you're doing it and you have the wrong mindset, the enemy is going to mess with you 100% of the time. It's not, your identity can't fr come from those things. It has to come from him. It has to come from knowing him, fellowship with him. Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. We have to recognize that the word of God is truth, even when the manifestation is not evident. You know, God's word is not just true when the manifestation is there. God's word remains true all the time, whether you see the manifestation or not. Healing is always right, 100% of the time, 100% of the time. You may be sick, but healing is always right. Salvation, always right. You may be acting out of character, but salvation is always right. It's bought and paid for for you. Amen? God's word's true. It doesn't matter what your circumstance says. You have to begin to remind your circumstance. Amen? Your bank account may say zero, but he says that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Amen? And I was, I, I was typing that thing there because it was kind of rolling it around in my spirit, and I was sitting, I was thanking God. I'm like, it's been a long time since my bank account has said zero. Amen? You know, there, that's not the tr truth that everybody is walking in right now, but it's been a long time. We know supernatural increase works because the Lord, how, how much was it you told me that you used to make when you worked at the skate, when you got born again? Like 200 bucks a week? Ayla made $200 a week when she first got saved. That was right before she moved here. She, and then you, you got a raise and you made what, like $300 a week at Kohl's? So, somewhere around there. So she was working a part-time job making $300 a week and moved to Oklahoma, packed all of her stuff up in her red, uh, what was it, cobalt? Her red Chevy cobalt. I think I shared the testimony about this. Um, one time Ayla was driving to work. I was driving to work one day. <laughs> no, it's not a testimony. You're right. It's just a story. Um, I was driving to work one day, and this car cuts me off. And they're driving all slow. They cut me off. They're driving all slow. I was mad. So I go to go around him. I get up next to him. I have my window down. I look over and it's Ayla just praising the Lord. I roll my window up real quick and hit the gas. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Amen. No, we, when things start acting up, we have to remind it who it belongs to. When my car starts acting up, I remind it who it belongs to. My car, you have to act right. Now, it's not the car that I'm really talking to. It's circumstances, the atmosphere of my life. You have to act right. I'm a king's kid. You, you, you have no business acting any other way than to the best of your ability. Amen. And then I prayed, I, I should have prayed this before I got new tires, but I just got new tires recently. I prayed, Lord, I know that these are 60,000 mile tires, but they're my tires, so I'm going to need them to go 100,000 miles. Amen. Because I don't want to buy them again. Amen. When things, when things start acting up, you have to remind it who it belongs to. Sometimes you have to remind your circumstance what God says. It's not always the enemy. You don't always have to rebuke the devil. Sometimes you just have to remind circumstance who you are and who, who your daddy is. Amen. When my body acts up, I have to remind it who it's carrying. I tell it to line up. 
We tell it all the time, and then we show up at church. Amen? Ayla, and I'm becoming this way, Ayla has no sympathy for anybody that misses church because they're sick. Zero sympathy. You have access to the healer just like we have access to the healer. If I get healed on my way to church, you can get healed on your way to church. Amen? I don't care what kind of sniffle you got, what kind of stomach anything you got, strep throat. We've been here with all of it. You probably got it from us. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> just joking. You didn't get it from us because we receive our healing. Amen. But, you know, we, it's, it's hard to have sympathy over those kinds of things. We can, like Pastor Ziggy said, we can empathize. Like Brother Ted, I can empathize with Ted breaking a rib. I'm sure that doesn't feel good. But Ted has access to the healer. Amen. And he called on the healer and the healer touched him. Amen. And he's working it out. And he's here. Thank God. I told Ted I was going to send him a link to sign up for um, Life Church's online campus because he missed so much church. We were going to invite him to the new members class, too. <laughs> no, not really. What'd you say? Oh, yeah, you listen to it on your phone. Marissa says that, too. I don't see Marissa here today. We'll see if she really listens to it since I mentioned her. <laughs> we know you're crazy, Ted. Amen. We need to tell ourselves um, that you better recognize. Amen. Remind yourself. Recognize where it is that you're at. Recognize what it is that he's saying. Amen. You know, God made super, supernatural provision. I don't know why I can't say that today. God made supernatural provision for doubt. You know, we talk a lot about doubt and unbelief because it's the enemy of faith. Amen? Doubt and unbelief is the enemy. You know, God made supernatural provision for that. Can you put up Mark eleven twenty three? 23? God told me this years ago. I was praying, and I was dealing with the situation, and I was praying, and I was really what I was praying was like, Lord, please take away their free will. They keep making bad decisions. And he's like, you need to stop. That's, you can't pray that way. I can't do anything about that. And he began to talk to me about some things. And I told him, like, Lord, I know I'm praying that way, but I don't like to pray that way. I don't like to pray according to your word sometimes. It's hard because I want, I, I, I get to praying and I want to see it, but I start doubting. My head gets to doubting. My head gets to telling me that I can't have what you have for me, that I can't have what it is that you have said I can have, what I have access to. And he said, you can't disqualify yourself. You don't have the ability to doubt the way that others do. And I was like, Lord, that didn't make a lot of sense. Show me in your word. And he took me to Mark eleven twenty three. 23. Is it up there? He said, truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and be thrown in the sea and does not doubt in his what? Heart. heart, right? In his heart. So I said, all right, Lord, I think I'm picking up what you're putting down. He told me, he said, you're born again, aren't you? Your spirit is born again, right? And I said, yes, it is. And he said, then you can't doubt the way that that scripture is talking about. You can doubt in your head all day long, and my word still remains true. When you doubt in your head, you have to take your thoughts captive, but my word still remains true. You're not disqualified. You can have whatever it is that you say. Um, amen. It'll be done for you. It'll be done for you. I won't doubt in my heart. My heart's born again. My heart's renewed. Don't let the enemy mess with you into thinking that you can't have something that God promised you. You know God promised you healing? He promised you salvation. He promised you wealth. Amen. Don't back down. 
This is not the season to back down. And it's so tempting right now because of the, the condition of the world. Everything's expensive. The car market, terrible. The housing market, terrible. Everything that, literally every goal that we have, it's like, this is not a good time for any of that stuff. It's not a good time for anything or anyone except for us. Amen. Amen. Because that's the truth of the word of God. You are the head and not the tail. Amen. Amen. This whole world can go broke. You don't have to. You don't have to. We have to begin to receive what it is that he has for us. You know, God has super huge, massive seed that he's trying to get into your hand. And if you will receive it and be led by his spirit and do whatever he tells you to do with it, you'll see a harvest like you have never seen before. You'll see everything in your life begin to flourish. You'll see your family start acting right. It's true. You know, it has nothing to do with finance, but it's true. We have to begin to, to, to work God's word because when we work it, it works for us. Amen. Don't let the enemy mess with you. You know, the enemy, every, every chance he gets, the enemy's gonna try to mess with you. Every chance he gets, he tried to mess with Ayla when they came in and they said, well, we found something. We were looking for damage, the damage on your heart because your EKG, blah, 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 blah. And immediately I was thinking, no. That's all that I could think. No, don't receive it. I don't care what the EKG says. I don't care what it says. Her heart's fine. It's right. It's been working all this time. I mean, it's been working all this time. Well, why would I think that it's not going to work now? So, you know, I had a few people we were texting and giving updates to, and I didn't do a very good job of explaining because I'm sure that some of the people that got updates thought that I was panicked because I'm like, they're saying blah, 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 blah. And the reality was we were standing on his word. And Ayla, you know, she had the temptation to get a little freaked out there for a minute. And she did for a second. It exposed an area that her faith needed to develop. So she, she saw it and she developed her faith in that area. It was awesome. It was awesome to witness. But she remembered finally later that Pastor Ziggy gave her a word and told her in Lawton, he said, now you don't know this, but you have uh, something with your heart. You've got something going on with your heart. It's never affected you. The Lord says that he's kept you this long and he'll, he'll continue, continue to keep you. Um, that things, it's not gonna hurt you. She's like, okay, so the Lord said that there was something wrong with my heart. Case closed, that's it, it's done. You know, they came back and they said, you know, your EKG, there was something, you know, on your EKG that is not an issue. They cleared her before her OB cleared her to go home. Um, and they were the ones that were causing all the problems, the people coming in to do all kinds of tests in the middle of the night, and it was nuts. When, you, when an area is exposed in your life that you need to develop, that you need to work on, take the time and do it. It doesn't have to take a long time. You know, people have an issue with the message of supernatural increase. All that does is expose ignorance in you. And that's ignorant. You know, saying that you're ignorant about something, that's not a condescending term or anything like that. That's just you don't know. You just, you don't know till you know. That's just how it is. I didn't know how to change a diaper correctly until I knew. It took about 15 diapers and him peeing out the side of every single one of them before I figured out how to do it. Every now and then there's still one too. Sometimes you got to point things in the right direction um, so that it doesn't go everywhere. It's just how it is. We were trying to figure out how he'd pee and it would come, his back would be wet. How does that even happen? It does though. Let me tell you, it does. It, we've washed lots of sheets as a result. Um, but you don't know till you know. That's all things when it comes to the body of Christ. You don't know till you know. And we have to begin to know. We have to get revelation. You know, that's why we're here is for instruction. If you don't want instruction, you don't have to be here. That's just fact. Um, if you don't want it, 
you don't have to come. Colossians 1, um, you know, we're talking about being qualified. I don't know if you realize that, but that's what we're talking about, being qualified. You know, he qualified you. You, you may have tried to disqualify yourself. You, as a born-again believer, you don't really have the ability to. You don't have the ability to disqualify yourself. You, you think that you do. You know, we've done things at different times. Um, we've done things at different times, and you know, delete people off Facebook. Delete people off Facebook and think, I'm not talking to them anymore, you know, blah, 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 blah. Ayla and I had somebody delete us off Facebook, somebody in this church, somebody named Andrew Ross. I'm only saying it because we talked to you about it. I don't, I don't know where Andrew is right now. Well, yeah. You say he's partying? <laughs> no, but Andrew, I made him mad. He deleted me. He was mad for a very valid reason. It was a miscommunication, but he was mad for a valid reason. Um, but you know how much humility it took for him to put down his flesh and to try to fix that thing? He sent me a friend request on Facebook, and I know that he was probably thinking, Tyler's probably over there like, that good for nothing, blah, 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 blah. I'm not accepting this friend request. I accept it. It took a little more boldness for him to send Ayla a friend request than it did to me, but we talked about it. You know, sometimes that's what you have to do. You got to talk about those things. When those things come up, um, you got to talk about it. We feel disqualified because we do something dumb like that. We, we act in the moment, and then you have to face the, those people every week. <laughs> Thank God that guy that was trying to get out of his car, I was trying to get out of my car, didn't come to Winter's Church because that would have been a little uncomfortable. Um, if he walked in and he's like, oh, now you're here, you're up there preaching. Like, oh, that would have been uncomfortable. Amen. But you're qualified, not because of what you can do, not because of what you have said. You're not disqualified because of what you said. You're only qualified because of what he said. Colossians 1, uh, we'll start with verse, verse 9 in the Amplified version. Uh, Amplified Classic is actually what I'm going to read it in. Verse 9, it says, For this reason we also, from the day we heard it, have not ceased to pray and make special requests for you, asking that you may be filled uh, with the full, deep, and clear knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and comprehensive insight into the ways and purpose of God, purposes of God and in an understanding and in discernment of spiritual things that you may walk, live, and conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him and desiring to please him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work and steadily growing and increasing in and by the knowledge of God with fuller, deeper, and clearer insight, acquaintance, and recognition. I love that because that's all. Su those are all such great things, prayers, that you may be filled, that you may be filled full, that you may be filled with knowledge, spiritual wisdom, understanding, discernment of spiritual things, that you may walk. All that's awesome, right? All that's incredible. You know, when you do something contrary to the word of God, that's what the enemy tries to tell you you don't have access to. That's what the enemy tries to say, this doesn't belong to you. But the very next verse, verse, uh, uh, no, 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 two verses down. Uh, we'll read verse 11 and then verse 12. Um, verse 12 is the one that's incredible though, but verse 11, it says, we pray that you may be invigorated and strengthened with all power according to the might of his glory to exercise every kind of endurance and patience, perseverance and forbearance with joy. This is the awesome part. Giving thanks to the Father who is qualified and made us fit to share the portion which is the inheritance of the saints, God's holy people in the light. Amen. So the enemy, he tries to tell you all that stuff you can't have. All that stuff you can't have. But God's word makes provision right here. He qualified you. He made you fit. He made you fit. 
Amen? So many people, they feel like misfits. He made you fit. You feel like an outcast, but he made you fit. Amen? Amen. That's the truth of his word. So when the enemy comes in and he says, you don't belong, you have to remind him, no, I fit. Because the spirit of God made me fit. Amen. Amen. He made Miss Rhonda fit. Amen. Miss Rhonda is a vital part of Winner's Church. One of the most vital parts of Winner's Church. I can't imagine a Winner's Church without Miss Rhonda. Amen. We'd probably be a bunch of sissies without Miss Rhonda to come up here and stir us up. Amen. It's true. It's true. Me and Andrew were laughing about Miss Rhonda uh, reminding Andrew about him falling down the stairs at her house. <laughs> Amen. I better get back on track and finish this thing real quick. Amen. Um, we have to begin to allow the Spirit of God to transform our minds. Let a holy boldness rise up in the hearts of the people of God, uh, the people of God to declare the good news without hesitation, without feeling under the weight of bondage. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Amen. Amen. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. That's the word of God. Amen. You'll have to look it up because I did not write down where it was. I can't remember off the top of my head right now. Um, the Lord is faithful to do all that he said he would do. If he said he would use you, you better believe in these last days he's going to use you. Joe, I, when I was praying and I, that rolled up out of my spirit, I saw you clear as day preaching the gospel in this season. I saw it. His word is still true. It's still right. You're, you're, you're not in a passive role. You're in an active role. Amen. It may not all be clear, but he's going to use you. He said he would use you. He's going to use you. That's the bottom line. It's the truth of his word. Amen. This is our season. It's our time. Prosperity belongs to us. Amen. Amen. I've been rejoicing over um, Nikki and Lewis's testimony about God providing. We have some needs we need God to provide for. We're trusting the Lord. We're believing God. We're trusting God big time right now. Our trusting God may look different than some of y'all, though. You know, our trusting God, when, when we... When those bills started coming in, those things started coming up, the, our first thing was, we gotta, sow, we gotta get some seed in the ground. We gotta sow right now. It's, it's, not, it's not a time to stash back. It's a time to sow. We gotta get some seed in the ground. So we began to sow. Not just little either. We began to sow big till it was very uncomfortable. Um, here lately is very uncomfortable. Um, like I said, it was like, well, we're gonna sow this, but Lord, we wanna go to Queen City. And the Lord, he's like, I'm gonna take care of you. I, I, I provide everything that you have need of. Amen. Amen. One word from heaven shakes the dust off your faith. Amen. The word of God exposes areas that need to be fortified. So when, when, that, when that's exposed, when that light of God shines on your life, when it's exposed, um, I think COVID exposed a lot of areas in a lot of us um, that we needed to, to rise up. Um, one area was in relationships with some of my friends and some of my family and how I had allowed things to become skewed. Um, and I had to bring some uncomfortable correction to those relationships. Um, you know, when people get ugly with you about something, it exposes something either in you or in them. Um, sometimes it exposes something in you, and that's what happened with me. Um, in church, in the body of Christ, it exposed a great weakness that we had. Um, there are people that still have not gone back to church as a result of that thing. Um, but one word from heaven shakes the dust off of your faith sometimes. And when that dust, man... When y'all got up and testified, that shook some dust off of my faith for supernatural increase. When y'all got up and testified about the goodness of God and God, not just meeting part of that need, but meeting the need overnight. 
Just like that. When y'all testified about that, man, it got me stirred up big time. I've been telling Ayla about it. We've been talking about it. We've been rejoicing about it because we know that beyond a shadow of a doubt that God will provide not just everything that we have need of, but more than that because he's an abundant God. Amen. He delights in the prosperity of his servant. Amen. That's, that's his word. And we talk about um, his word and the world will find different scriptures and twist them and say different things, but his word is true. God wants you prosperous. Amen, Ted. He wants you prosperous. Amen. Amen. So I felt like that the Lord wanted me to talk to you all about qualifications. You know, we've been talking about qualifying for supernatural increase. You've met the qualification for qualifying for the promise of God in your life. That didn't, not to take away from qualifying for supernatural increase, because that word is right. The word is true. But you're qualified. You're qualified because he said you're qualified. You're qualified. You took the first step. You're qualified because he said you're qualified. Amen. You're qualified to prosper because he said you are. Carolyn, you're qualified to prosper. You're qualified to have more than enough. More than, not just a little bit, a lot. You know, you're, I don't care what the world says, you're qualified to be a millionaire. Because he said that you're qualified. Amen. Amen. Nakia, same thing. You're qualified. Amen. Amen. You're qualified, Ayla. <laughs> Amen. I see the spirit of God on you. This hadn't happened in a long time. Pass the baby off. I'm going to pray for you. This hadn't happened in a long time. Thank you, Lord. I pray for Ayla a lot, but I never get to pray with Ayla like this a lot, right? Lift your hands up. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for touching Ayla right now from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Lord, I thank you for filling her full in the name of Jesus. Lord, to overflow. The Lord says that this is a season where you're going to experience his love like you've never experienced it before. The Lord says... <laughs> I'm experiencing his love right now. Man. Amen. I don't know if you could feel that, but he's on me strong. Man. We may not make it to Queen City. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Lord says this is a season that you're going to experience his love like you've never experienced it before. The areas that you've always cried out, the secret places that you've cried out for God to touch, he says that he hears you and he's touching them right now. The places that you've always known that needed healing, he's healing them right now. Lord says that his word is true in your life, that he will give you the desires of your heart. You're not disqualified. He'll give you the desires of your heart if you'll receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So I loose that to you in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, for touching Ayla. Lord, fill her full from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Lord, fill her now in Jesus' name. All those areas of, of anxiety, of anxiousness, they have to go right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we take authority over that right now. Now one more day will you be in operation. Now one more day will you be able to work. In Jesus' name, I thank you for it, Lord. Amen. Man. I didn't expect that, I can tell you that. Whew. I don't know if you've ever had an experience like that where the love of God just rushes on you, but that is really what just happened to me. Amen, stand up all over the place. Somebody just needs to lift your hands up and receive what it is that he has for you today. Lift your hands up and begin to praise his name, amen. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Lord, you're awesome. Lord, you're awesome. I thank you for meeting every need, for exceeding every need. Lord, for filling us full from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. Lord, I thank you for supernatural increase coming into our hands right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, every need met right now. I thank you, Lord, that when the enemy comes in and tries to tell us we're not qualified, that we know exactly how to respond. And we can tell him, Lord, yes, you've made us qualified. I'm not qualified because of what I say. I'm not qualified because of what I do, but I'm qualified because you said I'm qualified. And if you said I'm qualified, that settles it. It's done. It's finished. That's it. Amen. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for touching your people right now. Titus, I see the Spirit of God on you. Step out here. David, will you come help me? Lift your hands up, Titus. I'm going to pray for you. Lord, touch Titus right now in the name of Jesus from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Lord, I thank you for filling him full of your spirit, for anointing him, for empowering him, for setting him free and setting him apart right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Lord tells me to remind you that you can have whatever you say. You're not insignificant. Which he hears you when you talk. He doesn't, he doesn't just hear when your mom talks or when Pastor Ziggy talks. He hears when you talk. He, he hears when you talk, Titus. So when you pray, you can count on your prayers being answered. You can count on him coming through every single time. Not some of the time. You know, the Bible, it says you can have whatsoever you say. So whatever it is that you want, begin to declare that out of your mouth because you can have whatever you say. Lord, fill him full in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for filling him full from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I think that's it. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Somebody needs to rejoice. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I should have known somebody is about to break out. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. Mebrike sheke de masantoro mocho. Maramanda manjanda mantoro bosa. Me sheke de bakara masanta brameme se. Glory. See, these are, the, these are the times that you have to be sensitive to hear what it is that he's saying and respond with obedience. This is what we've been talking about. 
This is what we've been talking about. Respond to the Holy Ghost today. Hallelujah. Whatever He's telling you to do, do it. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory. Man. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Come on now. Come on now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory. 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 Just trying to give him a minute. He's not done yet. <laughs> you know what I keep hearing in my spirit? The devil thought he had me, but Jesus, you are mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. <laughs> the devil thought he had me, but Jesus said you are mine. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Whatever. Get up here and shout! 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 Woo! Praise you, Father! Glory! Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today I was praying over my gallbladder. Hallelujah. It is whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I just know, I declare, he said, wherever we tread, hallelujah, it is ours. So I'm walking. My prophetic Jesus, I'm walking. Everywhere I tread, curling, it is yours. Everywhere you tread, it is yours. Everywhere you walk, it is yours. Everywhere you see, it is yours. Everywhere you declare, it is yours. Hallelujah. It is yours. Hallelujah. <laughs> it is yours. It's yours. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory. 
Man, what a crazy day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. I don't know how to end this, to be honest. Glory. Glory. Shekere me karaman janda man toromosa. Marabakata man toromosete me chekadaba torobosa. Thank you, Lord. 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 Lord, you're worthy. You're worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Well, that's, yeah, that's it. I'm done. Y'all can stay as long as you want, but I got to go. Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Bailey said when she got here, she couldn't hear out of her right ear. The Lord healed her while we were here today. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Lord, you're worthy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Listen, whatever it is that you have need of, receive it. Don't stop. Don't stop right now. Receive it right now by faith. All that he has for you. All that he has for you. Amen. Amen. And I'm in agreement with you. I'm in agreement with you. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all that you've done today. Lord, continue to touch those that are here. Lord, we don't have to pray that. You're already doing it. Lord, I just pray that you would go with us, lead us, guide us by your spirit. Go with us as we go to Queen City. Lord, we got to make some time up, so keep the police off the highway. In Jesus' name, I thank you for it, Lord. Amen.